Good morning. Just a couple announcements before we begin our worship. Uh, this coming Saturday at 10 a.m., we will be decorating uh, for Christmas here in the sanctuary. So if you are interested in helping out, we do have a sign-up sheet in the narthex. And we're especially hoping uh, we can have some men come. Uh, we need help with the Christmas tree, which is rather large and heavy. So again, if you can help out, uh, please sign up. We're also going to ha- offer a cocoa bar during this, uh, the setting up and also a lunch for anyone who attends. Also in the back, we have our Advent devotionals set out there in the black basket uh, by the door and also in our atrium. And we also have some down in our undercroft. So please feel free to grab one of those on your way out today. The Old Testament reading for this, the last Sunday of the church year, is from the 34th chapter of Ezekiel. For thus says the Lord God, Behold, I, I myself will search for my sheep and will seek them out. As a shepherd seeks out his flock when he is among his sheep that have been scattered, so will I seek out my sheep, and I will rescue them from all places where they have been scattered on a day of clouds and thick darkness. And I will bring them out from the peoples and gather them from the countries and will bring them into their own land, and I will feed them on the mountains of Israel by the ravines And in all the inhabited places of the country, I will feed them with good pasture, and on the mountain heights of Israel shall be their grazing land. There they shall lie down in good grazing land, and on rich pasture they shall feed on the mountains of Israel. I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep, and I myself will make them lie down, declares the Lord God. I will seek the lost. And I will bring back the strayed, and I will bind up the injured, and I will strengthen the weak. And the fat and the strong I will destroy. I will feed them in justice. Therefore, thus says the Lord God to them, Behold, I, I myself will judge between the fat sheep and the lean sheep, because you push with side and shoulder and thrust at all the weak with your horns, So you have scattered them abroad. I will rescue my flock. They shall no longer be a prey. And I will judge between sheep and sheep. And I will set up over them one shepherd, my servant David. And he shall feed them. He shall feed them and be their shepherd. And I, the Lord, will be their God. And my servant David shall be prince among them. I am the Lord. I have spoken. This is the word of the Lord. Our epistle reading is from the 15th chapter of 1 Corinthians. But in fact, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. For as by a man came death, by a man has come also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, so also in Christ shall all be made alive. But each in his own order, Christ the firstfruits, then at his coming, those who belong to Christ. Then comes the end, when he delivers the kingdom to God the Father, after destroying every rule and every authority and power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. The last enemy to be destroyed is death, for 
God has put all things in subjection under his feet. But when it says all things are put in subjection, it is plain that he is accepted who put all things in subjection under him. When all things are subjected to him, then the Son himself will also be subjected to him who put all things in subjection under him, that God may be all in all. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 25th chapter. Jesus said, When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. Before him will be gathered all the nations, and he will separate people one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will place the sheep on his right, but the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer him, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? And when did we see you a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, Truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it to me. Then he will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer, saying, Lord, when did we see you hungry or thirsty, or a stranger, or naked, or sick, or in prison, and did not minister to you? Then he will answer them, saying, Truly, I say to you, As you did not do it to one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. This is the gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. There will be a day Jesus comes again. There will come a day when he returns. We sing about it in our hymns. We confess Jesus' second coming every week in the creeds. And we hear about it today in our readings. When this day happens, all of the dead will be raised. They will be gathered with the living who are still here. And then Jesus will judge. Jesus will take the sheep, those who had faith in him. And Jesus will separate them away from the goats, the people who did not have faith in Jesus. But how the sheep and the goats are separated may seem a bit confusing to us. 
It may sound confusing to us because in today's gospel reading, it sounds like, and notice I said, it sounds like, we will be saved because of our works or damned because of our lack of works. This is what Jesus said today. Come, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. I was in prison and you came to me. Truly, I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it to me. Then he will say to those on his left, depart from me, you cursed, and an eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Truly, I say to you, as you did not do it to one of the least of these, my brothers, you did not do it to me. Sounds like in that passage we are saved because we showed kindness to, as Jesus said, one of the least of these, my brothers. So it sounds like if we just give these brothers of Jesus food and drink, we go to heaven. It sounds like if we just give these brothers of Jesus clothes when they're lacking them and visit them when they're in prison, we go to heaven. Well, this sounds easy. Just find these brothers of Jesus and do this. That sounds pretty easy, right? If the magical key is so easy, I'm surprised everyone's not doing this. But here's the problem with this. If our salvation was up to our works of just giving out food and clothes then we really wouldn't need Jesus, would we? We could do it ourselves. If going to heaven is as simple as handing out some food and water, then we never would have needed Jesus to die on a cross. We would just need to hand out some food and water. If getting into heaven is as simple as visiting some people in prison, then it wouldn't matter what we believe about God. I could be a Christian or a Muslim or I could be a complete atheist just so long as I go out and visit people in prison. But this isn't what Jesus is talking about. When Jesus returns, he separates the sheep, believers, from the goats, unbelievers. And Jesus talked about giving out food and water, visiting people in prison. But did you catch in our reading exactly who these people were? Jesus said, these people are my brothers. Who was it being welcomed into homes and being clothed? Jesus said, my brothers. Who is it being visited in prison? Jesus said it was my brothers. And when Jesus called people his brothers, Jesus wasn't just talking about anyone. Jesus wasn't just talking about anyone who is hungry or thirsty. Jesus isn't talking about just anyone who is in jail. When Jesus called people his brothers, he was referring to people who were his followers People who believed in his message. Christians. 
Do you remember this one time in the scriptures when Jesus' own mother and brothers came to see him? And there was this huge crowd and they couldn't get in to see Jesus. This is how Matthew recorded the event in his gospel. While Jesus was still speaking to the people, behold, his mother and his brothers stood outside asking to speak to him. But he replied to the man who told him, Who is my mother and who are my brothers? And stretching out his hand toward his disciples, he said, Here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. The brothers of Jesus were the apostles. The brothers of Jesus were the prophets. The brothers of Jesus were the men and women who believed his message and were following him. The brothers of Jesus were Christians who had been remade in the image of Jesus himself and carried his Holy Spirit in their hearts and whose souls loved what he taught and longed to hear it. Jesus' brothers were people who were willing to be hungry and thirsty for the sake of the gospel and would need to be offered food and drink. Jesus' brothers were men, women, and children who did not shy away from the gospel and were even willing to go to prison for the sake of sharing the gospel and needed to be visited in prison to have their morale uplifted and their hope strengthened. Jesus will come again one day. And on that day, there will be a final judgment. Jesus will look to the sheep. He will look to you as Christians. And Jesus will tell you that when you cared for even one of the least of my brothers, you were caring for him. It is good for us Christians to show mercy to everyone in this world and not only to Christians, but in the church. We are especially called to care for those who have been remade in the image of God, in Christ. We are called by Jesus himself to care for those people who have been baptized and remade in the image of Jesus himself. Because when you show mercy to your fellow Christian, you're not just showing mercy to them. You're showing mercy to Jesus himself who did so much for them. There will be a day Jesus comes again. There will come a day when he returns. We sing about it in our hymns. We confess Jesus' second coming every week in the creeds. And we hear about it in our readings. We don't have to fear that day. As Christians, Christ has prepared you for that day. Christ's death on the cross has removed every single one of your sins. Every stain that has darkened your heart has been lightened by the blood of Christ. 
Jesus will come again. And he has prepared you for that day 100%. His sacrifice handed out to you today in the Lord's Supper, given to all of us Christians, is given so that we can remain close to one another and stay close to Jesus. I pray all of us remain in the faith Jesus has given to us because there will be a day when Jesus returns. It will be a terrible day for the unbeliever. It will be even worse for those who were once Christians and then left the church. Even though Jesus called them his brother and did everything for them, so many men, women, and even children will choose to be brothers with this dying world rather than count themselves as a brother of Christ. There will come a day when Jesus will separate the sheep from the goats, separates the Christians from the non-Christians. And when that day comes, you are ready. You really are. You are ready because Christ himself has prepared you for that day. He has made you ready by forgiving you all your sins through the shedding of his blood. And on the day he returns, if the angels ask him, who out of all these people belong to him? Jesus will stretch out his hand toward all of you, his disciples. And he will say the same thing He said once before, here are my mother and my brothers. For whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my brother and my sister and my mother. And that is you. There will be a day Jesus comes again. And you are ready for that day. You are ready because Christ really has made you ready by all that he's done for you. Amen. And now may the peace of our God, which surpasses our understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.